This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hey dave yeah randy since we founded bombas we've always said our socks underwear and t-shirts are super soft any new ideas maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy wait what i got it bombas absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness because one purchased equals one donated wow did we just write an ad yes Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through Queen. Platter of sweaty meat and cheese and a bunch of crackers does not count as food. Brendan, happy 2020. Happy 2020. New year, new studio. New studio. They said it couldn't be done. They finally, finally, finally made the move. And now we're at the graveyard. Yeah. Ghosts are swirling by the windows. Truly. I wish you could all hear. It does sound like coasters going by. No, it was a garbage truck. <laughs> um, but how was how was your break? Hopefully, everyone enjoyed the Family Stone episode. I hope it wasn't too psychotic. <laughs> um, and I hope that you're all queefing for each other. <laughs> it's 2020. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what you do? What 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 went on? I, I saw you for New Year's. Went to Pennsylvania. Um, highlights of that included: I did an escape room with my family, and we did not escape. So you're still reporting live from there right I'm now. I'm in the you're room. calling in. <laughs> um, saw you for New Year's. What did you do? Uh, did a little bit of... The Seven Fishes. Uh, mo- famously, we do more than Seven Fishes. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, fishes as far as the eye can see. Wow. That was Jersey. We also went to Virginia with Alex's family for mm-hmm. a little bit beforehand. Uh, you cheated on me. I did. Tune into Andy's Girls. I did Andy's Girls, the podcast. The episode is up. You can hear me talk about OC. Yeah, a lot of OC. You can hear me talk about Realtor Anne. Oh, that was really doing God's work. Spreading the gospel. Yeah. Yeah. So go listen. Um, I watched two movies. I know your film Twitter. What movies? You watched a few as well. What movies did you watch? I saw A Marriage Story. Okay, I didn't. Which is like pretty funny. It's like supposed to be funny? No, it's... I I think there are... No, I do think it's supposed to be a little bit funny. But the the whole conversation around Marriage Story on Twitter was pretty funny. Mm -hmm. Like everyone's kind of making fun of it. Like yelling, the people yelling at each other. The people yelling... And from what I understand, Laura Dern is on the short list for supporting for the marriage story. Really? I think so. And I enjoyed her. Okay. Yeah. But then more importantly, on New Year's Day, Alex and I watched A Simple Favor. Have you ever seen it? Is that the... Anna Kendrick, Blake Lively. Right. I can't believe everyone wasn't like shouting from the rooftops. you loved it it was so good but like really really okay both like performances of a lifetime from those two 
I feel like I did see people shout, like, people are always posting that photo of Blake Lively in a tux or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also, like, some fun cameos, too. We got Andrew Reynolds. I love him. Um, Henry, what's his face? Winkler. From, what? Winkler. No, no, no. no. Henry Golding, Golding, I want to say, from yeah. Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, yeah, it was just uh, Gene Smart, I think, is in it. Or maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Love Gene Smart. Uh, did you see Cats? I did not see Cats. Cinematic moment of the year. I mean, speaking of movies people are making fun <clears throat> of, Dame Judy Dench with her her non-paw just hanging out. Old her, Deuteronomy. We stand. That's her name? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, Skimble Shakes, the railway cat, retweeted me today. The real one, <laughs> the, the real actor. <laughs> okay. Without, I didn't tag him in my post. Well, what did you say? Did you talk he about was him? Search, he was searching for Skimbleshanks the Railway Cat on Twitter. Which is a name I've seen a lot of. Yeah, because people a... realize that they love Skimbleshanks the Railway Cat, and that's like the best part of cats. Okay. Uh, did you see anything else? I thought you saw Little Women, maybe? I haven't seen Little Women yet. I oh. need to get into the theaters to see that. I haven't, and then I've seen like Knives Out. I've talked about that. Oh, yeah. When was the last time we even recorded? I don't even know. Years ago. I saw Bombshell. Oh, how was that? It was fine. Oh yeah, I feel like I feel like everyone had a lot of hype for that, mm-hmm. and then it kind of just fizzled. Yeah, and then you realize like you're like watching this film about Megyn Kelly, and you're yeah. like, oh, yeah. And then you remember that Luann Deliceps is the reason Megyn Kelly got fired. And speaking of Luann Deliceps, let's jump into the news. Right. So Luann Deliceps is making changes in the new year. The Real Houses of New York City star and Countess and Friends cabaret performer 54 tells People exclusively that after months of sobriety, she has recently made the decision to allow herself a drink on occasion. Coming to that conclusion was something that Deliceps approached slowly and responsibly, she says, after much soul-searching. Quote, New Year's has been a time of reflection. I've learned a great deal about myself, and I'm in a very good place and finally back in the driver's seat. I've always said my journey is day by day. The Countess added, I'm toasting to a happy New Year ahead. I mean, we saw this coming <clears throat> since BravoCon at the very latest. I in a, Like, even before even that, before I think, like, the conversation was always like, yeah, just like, when? Yeah. And... What I think is happening is they've wrapped the season, and I think she knows that she needs to get this information out there and out mm-hmm. of the way. Yeah. And I think she was did it right at the new year because, like... But what, like, <laughs> of all the, like, I'm gearing up for, like, some sort of health journey... Who announces on New Year's Day that they're starting drinking? My resolution is to drink more this year. It's wild. But like, it's the statement is so Luann. Yeah. And just like twisting this weird ass story into something that's like so positive and like New Year, new me. Yeah. So we go from one big announcement made on New Year's Day Mm -hmm. to. A name we haven't talked about in quite some time, making some news on Christmas. Right. Caroline Stanberry. So Caroline Stanberry from Ladies of London and her husband, Sem Habib, have called it quits. The Ladies of London alumna announced the news Thursday on Instagram alongside a photo of longtime couple. After 17 years filled with joy, adventures, ups and downs, Sem and I came to the conclusion some time ago that we will continue our relationship not as husband and wife, but as good friends and parents to our wonderful three children we love very much. We wish each other all the happiness and look forward to maintaining a strong family unit. Mm-hmm. Uh, a day earlier, Sambury and Habib celebrated Christmas at their home in Dubai with their three kids, uh, daughter Yasmin and twin boy Zach and Aaron. Family always, Sambury captioned the photo. Uh, and you have some news so, on her. So she's been... Kind of actively campaigning via Instagram stories to join the cast of Real Houses of Beverly Hills. So people have been like, when people heard this news, people were like, okay, move her to London to bring back Ladies of London. Mm. Move her to Beverly Hills to have her join the cast of Beverly Hills because she spends a lot of time there anyway. So she's been reposting DMs from people, people who have done Instagram stories. So she's like actively trying to do something. I don't think it's going to work. What? Does she have a connection to any of them? I feel like she's friends with, like, Rinna. I feel like Rinna said something like, I would love to see it. 
But I think she's actually friends with Dorinda because they right. share the Luke connection. So move her to New York. We need a we need a Caroline Stanberry type to fill the Bethany void. Mm. They're kind of similar in a oh, lot I of ways. Oh, I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They both have a quick tongue. Mm. I like forgot that she was even married. Like because well, we barely saw the husband. We barely saw the husband. The only husband that we really ever spent a ton of time with in London was the oh. restaurant owner. Well, I was thinking of the Duke of Sandwich. Oh, and the Duke of Sandwich, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wonder how her balls are doing. What was her name? Julie Montague. Julie. Yeah, Julie. She Montague. sold like health balls. Oh, I don't I don't even know what you're like talking about. Like that you about. eat. It's oh. like energy balls. Mm-hmm. They were called like Julie's balls though. Oh my god, sick. I mean, <laughs> why is it, why didn't she make like a sandwich? Good question. Like that could have been her thing. Right. But speaking of balls, um, Teresa, the Sun reports that the newly single Teresa Giudice had a very Merry Christmas surrounded by her family and the pool guy amid romance rumors. Oh, wait one sec. Um, The Real Housewives of New Jersey star celebrated the holidays with a glass of white wine while her estranged husband, Joe Giudice, stayed in Italy. Teresa spent the holidays with her brother, Joe Gorga, and his wife, Melissa Gorga, as well as old friend, Anthony DeLorenzo. It comes after the reality star was pictured cuddling up to DeLorenzo, a.k.a. Tony the Contractor, last weekend, days after her split from Joe was announced. Teresa's brother shared a number of clips from her Instagram from their Christmas celebrate, oh my God, Christmas celebration on his Instagram story. In one video, Joe Gorga jokingly refers to DeLorenzo as his brother-in-law. Um, DeLorenzo was also filmed holding up a glass of wine as Joe declared, we only hang with family here. Um, the pool boy, here we come. Joe, 40, jokes as DeLorenzo said, what I tell you about the pool boy, shh. <laughs> wow that's great reporting from the sun yeah it's great reporting from the sun uh while this was going on the girls were in italy in italy with joe yeah having the time of their life uh, i don't know if you caught the instagram story joe giudice posted of him in the club with the girls. I did not see that one. He's also been posting like really weird Instagram content also like in his feed. Yeah. Like something about like, I never believe in divorce or something like that. Yeah. I don't. And then Teresa also just announced that like she signed a prenup with Joe. Well, that came up in the episode this week. Yeah. And then in the after show, which I watched for the first time today. Did you watch the after show? Uh, no, I usually like tune into the after show episodes after we record, which doesn't make a ton of sense. Right. Yeah. Oh, I thought you had, cause you posted something about the after show. Yeah. Well, no, just cause I noticed like Danielle's always pop it up in the after <clears throat> show on Jersey, but doesn't get to do confessionals. Weird. Which seems like, it should be the opposite, if anything. Right. Um, either way, Tony seems to be an upgrade. I mean, he is probably actually, like, if if she were to get with him, like, would be the, the hottest. hottest house husband of all time. Of all time. Across franchises, yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, Jersey has some... I mean, we got Evan. We've got Evan. We got Dr. Aiden. We got Dr. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we got your love... Frank Sr. and Jr. And Chris... I don't love Frank Jr. Oh, okay. Chris Lorita. Chris Lorita. May he rest in peace. Uh, yeah. So, I'm curious... Chris Lorita isn't dead, by the way. Oh, yeah. I yeah. don't want like people thinking that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Live on, Chris. Forever. Uh, <laughs> we have a bunch of shows. It was such a weird schedule over the past few weeks. Right. We had OC jam-packed and... Like a few days. Right. We had to wait until just last night for Dallas and New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And then Atlanta kind of just stayed normal. So let's get into Atlanta, right? Yeah. Okay, Atlanta. It's kind of like two things to address. First was the big episode with Cynthia getting engaged. Yes. At the opening of the Cynthia, Cynthia Bailey wine wine shops. Shop. It's like wine cellar slash event space. Yeah. Which I actually think is a brilliant idea. Right. That as, makes sense. As someone who's like, who was looking for event spaces. You would get married at the Bailey wine cellar? I mean, I, so I wouldn't though. Because we, we didn't want to go with like 
a shell of a space. Atlanta, all of their parties are like... In shells. This is a blank space, baby. You'll write their name. But they don't actually ever write anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I, I wish her the best with this wine cellar. I think... I mean, if OLG has shown us anything, is that like a business like this can succeed in Atlanta, I think? Yeah, and I mean, I choose like a wine shop, like... That's a commodity that will yeah. not really go out of style, right? Yeah. And it's probably easier for her to run than like the eyewear. Right. The back, what was she selling? Backpacks? Cargo? Cargo backpacks? <laughs> I don't know. Like wine, she's just got to get it from the wholesaler and put it up on the shelf. I know. There's not much to it. And like she can like stock um, Tipsy Girls. She can stock uh, Ramona Pino Grigio. May she rest in peace. Yeah. Wait, but does... Does Tipsy's, Tipsy Girl still exist, like, only in Connecticut or something? I don't know. We, should we check in? We did a lot of reporting on that when it first was released. I know. You, you were talking to interns. I was talking to interns. I was at the st- the one store in New York City that sold it. Yeah. I got that bottle, remember? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hope that still exists. I don't think it does. Remember it, when they were going to have the, the Tipsy Girl restaurant? But it's all, like, surrounding that creepy man. I know. The that, AO... AOC? No. <laughs> I think... Isn't that... Wasn't that the name of the bar? No, no AOA. Like, Avenue, AOA. Avenue of America. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I was recently down in Tribeca, and I, like, stumbled upon it. Upon the AOC. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Okay, so back to the, the wine cellar. Everyone's coming. Nini sends a basket and some meats, I think, and a note that she then also sent a copy of to... One of the blogs. One of the blogs. I think it was B. Scott, maybe. Maybe. There's a few. So it's like interesting. There's a few blogs that are very specific to the Real Houses of Atlanta beats. Yeah. I feel like there's a few that are specific to the New Jersey beats. Yeah. And then I feel like the others get like page six or Radar Online. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Radar Online's like very Beverly Hills. Yeah. Yeah. And OC. Did you see they released all those um, photos of... Vicky like drunk at a bar and like being felt up no but I would love to see that it was like in it was like orchestrated by Bronwyn Mm. Uh, okay so Kenya twirls on in after being after Candy texts her saying like get here get here I I think think he's gonna propose and then Kenya proceeds to say I think Mark is gonna propose like she loves a stunt she is the stunt queen. She is the stunt queen. But like, I don't even like. I mind it with with Tamra, but with Kenya, like, keep showing us flashbacks of Kenya more hair care. Like, I don't like. I love right. her stunts. Hers for the most part, I think, are like more lighthearted and like have a sense of whimsy. Whereas like when Tamra does it, it's evil. Yeah, I do think that this one though is like. Th- I think this one was pretty evil, but also like I think. Cynthia knew too. Like, I feel like we had, like, on the call sheet said Cynthia Bailey wine opening slash proposal. Right. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not sold on her not knowing. Mm-hmm. Like, she did a good job acting like she didn't know. I remember reporting, like, reporting on the details of this. Yeah. And I just wish that the engagement focused more on the girls, the, the daughters. Yeah. Because yeah. there was a whole. There was like a whole thing that played out that we read about in like page six or something like that. And it, there was like more, the, the engagement was more focused on the daughters yeah. and that I was like missing that. Yeah. Yeah. I know we only like met, uh, Mark's daughters like this episode or the episode before maybe. Yeah. So yeah, I'm curious about that. Um, oh, and then they had the triple date. In this episode, which was very uncomfortable. So weird. I mean, Mark Daly. Oof. He's coming across to me like Patrick from Vanderpump Rules. When we like finally met Patrick and he was just like an asshole. Yeah. Mark's the same, doing the same thing. Oh, and it's strange because Patrick didn't want to be on camera. And Mark didn't. Yeah. Originally. So you would think like these people who don't want to be on camera... Might be like more like timid. Or on like their best behavior when they are. Mild mannered. No. They're monsters. Right. 
Like, I would think a monster would be ready for the camera. Right. Like Kenya. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so let's fast forward to going to Toronto. Mm-hmm. I love that this is centered around Tanya. Best hostess. She, her confessionals? Her confessionals using the same backdrop as all the Atlanta <laughs> friend of confessionals have been for years. We've discussed this in the past, but this is the same backdrop. Sheree's face. <laughs> we've seen Sheree in this backdrop when she was a friend of. We've seen Eva in this backdrop. Mm. We saw, we've seen Marlo with this backdrop. Mm, yeah. Backdrop or not, she shine. I can't even see the backdrop when, when she's on screen. Oh my God. Because I'm focused on her. Shut the fuck up. I just love her so much. She's, She's so a good nice. person, yes. Uh, she just had a big New Year's, I think New Year's Day party, and Portia was there. Oh, great! Yeah, just like off season. Yeah, love it. Um, but she's the one who is secretly getting Nini there, and like not kind of really not telling anyone mm-hmm. that she's coming. One thing that I that really stuck with me from this episode, and I don't know if you noticed this at all. I felt like they were hanging outside of... You know where the, like, the cars drop you off to the airport? Yeah. And you like sit and talk? They were th- filming out on the curb <clears throat> for like 20 minutes. I feel like they... Atlanta tends to do it. Because I like... I always perk up when it's Atlanta airport scenes. Oh, because you're familiar. I'm from... That's literally... I came out to my mother at that airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm always like looking around seeing what's what. And... They tend to hang out there more, but they were hanging out there for, like, a very long time. Yeah. Well, I think part of the reason is once they're through security, they can't <clears throat> film. Right. And they have to, they want to wait for everyone to arrive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That really stuck with me. Okay. They had Tanya. I love when they assign someone to have, like, their, like, filming cam. Like, the plane cam. And mm-hmm. it was Tanya this time. Good. Remember one year they, like, full on... One year New York full on gave Carol a video camera and oh. made her pretend that she was like, it like became part of the storyline. Yeah. Weird. Um, so we get to Toronto. Everyone gets the same room. So there's no drama. Um, and then we get to talking with Kenya and like Kenya's talking to the girls about the shit with Mark, mm-hmm. which puts her in a bad mood. So she won't go to the dancing lesson. Yeah, so she like skips like the next few hours. Yeah. Dancing was fun. Dancing was fun. Candy can't dance. I know, which is so interesting. It's like very Mariah Carey of her. Yeah. Like a performer who like doesn't have that in them. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I mean like, it's tough. Yeah. I, oh my God. This is like an embarrassing story. So in law school, there was like, I think this is like common for law schools. It's like kind of like a co- a comedy group that you like put on. They put on like a performance like once or twice a year, and it's like sort of like SNL like skits and songs and all kinds of things. Yeah. And I tried out for it, and I can't really sing, but I like sang something. And then there was maybe some acting challenge which I participated in, and I thought I did fine, but then. There was a dance segment that they, like, someone was training us to dance and they were training us to dance to the song If by Janet Jackson. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, I could not remember two steps of I the many that. steps that they wanted us to do. Like, unless it's uh, a Just Dance 2020 on the switch, mm-hmm. I can't get myself arrested. Wait, so you tried out for a sketch comedy slash singing <laughs> slash dancing group? Like, we had... No, but the thing is, is like, all, all the skills that, like, I wasn't that great at were not the very important one. Like, it was mostly about comedy. I think you just had to be, like, capable at the other things, which I was not. That's weird, because we had a bunch of sketch comedy groups, like, different strokes for different folks. Like, there was, like, one for, like... I don't know, like, kind of, like, more bro-y guys. Mm. There was, like, all those kinds of things. But we didn't... And then we had, like, acapella groups. Which oh, yeah, because you different. went to, like, a very artsy-fartsy college. Artsy-fartsy and heartsy. Yeah. 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 So I relate to Candy in that manner of... I can't, like, move my feet. Are you taking dance lessons for your wedding? Uh, no. 
Should I be? Are you going to do... What's your first dance going to be like? Is it going to be like a skit? No. Okay. A skit. <laughs> yeah, it's a skit. It's going to be a sketch comedy. <laughs> <laughs> One really funny thing about... Um, Race Chaser, the podcast with Willem in Alaska. Yeah. Is that anytime they talk about an acting challenge, Willem refers to it as a skit. And it's just, it's just <laughs> something really... That's stuck with you. Uh, so eventually we all, after the dance challenge, we all end up to the roof to like gear, to meet up for drinks pre-dinner, it seems mm-hmm. like. I can't really like get my head around it. Because also we're up there like it goes from, from day to night. Right. Um, and we're all talking and we're bringing up Kenya being a mess with the whole proposal thing. Like everyone's kind of airing out their like minor squabbles, mm-hmm. but like everything's light and, and it's like kind of the situation. I, they do this sometimes in Real Housewives where they'll be like, we should all talk about yeah. our issues with each other. Yeah. 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 And so I think Portia said that and it's like, okay, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. And they do it, but nothing's like that, that bad. It feels like. Right. Uh, but Nini shows up in the last few minutes. Nini shows up. And sucks the air out of the room, even though, like, we don't even get anything with her, like, other than just sitting down. Yeah. But, like, I already don't want her to be there. I just, like, it's time for her to go. There's so many... The enjoyable parts of Atlanta, none of them have to do with Nini anymore. She's not fun at all. She's not even fun with her friend. Right. Or friends. Her hired friend. Yeah. Or even Marlo. Or, oh, I forgot about Hovana being on this trip. Yeah. Showing up in that bitch. (laughs) Like, I got to give her credit for really trying this year. Right. Like, I I will take Hovana over Anini. Mm Mm-hmm. God, yeah. Hovana. Why? Like, so weird. (laughs) Like, who's friends with her here? It's like, this is Atlanta. What they do is they throw so many at you and see, like, what sticks. And I feel like Atlanta is, like, a lot more fluid as far as, like... Who will be a friend of, or move up to a housewife, or move back down, or like that I, kind of stuff. I gotta say, one thing I don't love about Atlanta right now, it doesn't feel like anyone's actually friends. Mmm. Yeah, um, like Portia's friends with like Tanya and Kenya at this point. It feels like they're friendly. Candy's just like, does she have a relationship really with any of them? It's ve- It's very business. Yeah. Also, that's what I always think about with Candy in particular. She lives so damn far away from everyone. Yeah. Just, I guess what, like, is such a, um, opposite end of the spectrum is what I, one of the few things I'm liking about Dallas, which is a constant, is like the Brandy Stephanie thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, they are in real life best friends. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which I wish we had a little bit more of this in Atlanta. Yeah. Agreed. Um, shall we move on to OC? Sure. What a whirlwind. The thing is, like, we, when they initially released the schedule for OC, I was like, oh, are they doing that? Because they don't have, like, much in the reunion. They had plenty. They had more than plenty. To see the demise of Vicky Gunvalson. Ooh, beautiful. Done, particularly because... She thought that there were a set of rules that she's followed for years on mm-hmm. Housewives. And the producers and the editors were like, no. No. We're not going to like just like roll cameras right when we say we're rolling. We're, we got all this on camera. Oh my God. And you look so bad. When she was yelling at Andy right before they said that they were saying that they were rolling. Yeah. And they included it. Beautiful. Loved it. I mean, from beginning to end... Like when she, like says is said goodbye to, and then like throws the fit after she thinks they're not going to use that as well. Her, I've never seen someone's face. Oh my god! So angry. But like, what is she even angry about? Like, this is her show. Well, I think what it is. I think it's like with the the reason she's so angry at Bronwyn is because Bronwyn is the first new person to exist mm. in a time when Vicky is no longer holding an orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why she's so pressed by anything that Bronwyn does. Yeah. And with Vicky being, like, saying, with Andy saying that she can go and they're going to continue to do segments after she's gone. Yeah. 
it's that pisses her off so much because she's usually the last person there and like yeah. gets the last word. And she heard them talking about her as she left. Yeah. So it was like Tamara sitting there with Andy. I hated that so much. You know why? I, me too, because it it seems to indicate that she's not going anywhere. Tamara's gonna stay. It's like they're best buds. Like, oh my god, can you believe this is happening? Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. I only like when he's doing that with Bethany. Yeah. Or like, who else does he do that with? No one. There's no one. Just written. Teresa a little bit. <sighs> Teresa, it's like it's like talking to a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> the Vicky like homophobic stuff that she then later addressed in a, in a Instagram video, Instagram not backing video. down. <laughs> Just like to me, it's like there's so much tape of you behaving badly or others on your cast like doing the same thing but with somebody of a different gender that it's like it's so stupid it's it's, you're 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 walking into it yeah i mean it like it's almost like there's nothing to say because it just speaks for itself like what do we have to say about it yeah you know uh i feel like a big conversation point about the soci reunion was the shame of it all yeah and I felt that Shane came across fine. I mean, the best he's ever come across. But yeah. still, like, I still don't like you. Yeah. You know? But, like, you, at least you seem a little bit more normal. Yeah. Gina throwing Emily under the bus during that segment. Oh, my God. Beautiful. Those two. <laughs> They're not meant to be friends. Yeah. They, they just came in. They had... It's like the they were forced of, to be. It was like when you like make your first friend in, in kindergarten. College. Oh yeah, or or college. But I mean, college like you're a little bit. I feel like you're you're a little more discerning. Right, but I mean, like, but this feels like kindergarten where it's like you're friends with the person like in the seat alphabetically next to you. Yeah, it's like that's the well, person. Who's our there. friends drag me for some of my early college friends. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hope no none of them listen to this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, anything else? Kelly Don? I mean, I... My entire episode of Andy's Girls was about this. Oh, yeah, true. Um, so tune into that. So I've talked about it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's... What, what's, what's first? Jersey? Yeah, Jersey. Let's go into Jersey. God, Jersey is so good right now. Yeah. I cannot get enough of Jersey. Yeah, even for me, Jersey scenes, like, when they're just at home with their kids, I like. Or, like, but like do whatever. With every like... With everyone. Do, like, Dolores and her dad, fine. Like, mm-hmm. I'm interested in him toasting his bagel and that making it healthy. Yeah. <laughs> and then, <laughs> like, doing their little exercise. And, like, and, like, I wonder what the father made of the gay nurse. Mm-hmm. Like, there was just so many, like, layers to, to like, that scene. I also think, like, with Jersey, you like it, because I feel like it's... It speaks to me in a way. It's very close to, like, your upbringing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Definitely. my family's kind of from similar areas, too. I have an aunt who's Italian, Mm. so, like, I like it, too. Okay. Uh, Jennifer Aiden and the gay brother. Yeah. What happened with them this episode? With them? Yeah. They had the, their orthodox Easter with the lamb head. Oh, yeah. Oh, that lamb head. And the kids are running around mm-hmm. screaming. <laughs> and they, and like her in-laws or siblings are like, oh, why don't we spank anymore? <laughs> that was <Jeez>. <laughs> uh, Dr. Aiden had to be called into the hospital, so he's missing it. But Queen Gabby Aiden... Icon. Confronts the grandmother. I know. About her uncle being gay. And she's like, and the grandmother did not know what to do. Wild. It was so wild. (laughs) But you know, it's funny. Like, I want, I I wish we had more footage from that. Because like, we get Jennifer talking about how growing up, like things were secret and you can't talk about this and you can't talk about that. But she wants everything to be open with the, with the daughter. But we didn't see her response to her daughter and mom's conversation in real time. Right. She was just kind of looking on, not saying anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder if she did say something, what it was. I, 
I wonder if she did. Yeah, I want. I wonder I don't, if she did. They would have showed it if she did. I don't. It's know. not like they just put cameras down. Yeah, it's kind of like what Andy said about the other thing during the Dallas reunion. If we had the audio. Yeah, I I don't know, I don't know. <clears throat> okay, um, we we have like the God. It's so funny the Gorgas. Like I don't mind it, but. Every year, it's like, what is our family story this year? Right. Like, last year, we were looking for this sister. Mm-hmm. What, that, like, ended up being such a, like, yeah, what no happened payoff to the sister? letdown. Yeah, what happened to the sister? A no payoff letdown. Again, we're going to get another no payoff letdown. Unless I dare to surprise us with, like, a surrogate or something at their reunion. But there's no way she's going to... Because she would be already talking about that now. Also, it's just like, at some point... Just like be happy with what you have. <laughs> She's looking for a sister, a baby. Da, 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 da. She's forty. It doesn't. How look old is her old. youngest kid? I I don't know age, but I'm pretty sure she said there's a third grader at the table when they were talking about the sex ed stuff. Right. So a third grader. I think like to have another kid now. That's a pretty good, big gap. I was thirteen years apart from my sister. Weird. I was six. There's my oldest sister, six. There's four of us. Yeah. So it was like bang, 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was like going. I was in the eighth grade, I think, when my sister was born. Wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, then I support it. I support it. No, it's fine. No, like, yeah, like every family is different. Everybody queefs. Stop. <laughs> Caroline, please. Uh, but we get like classic Joe Gorga, like would prefer no sex ed. God, so bad. We weirdly had this conversation um, when I was with my family. Oh, because I was talking about oh, for some reason, me and my uncle got into a big discussion about like mm. we ended up talking about prep, okay. and then that somehow turned into a conversation about sex ed. Okay, and. I was basically saying, well, like, a lot of queer people don't, if there is sex ed, it's not inclusive inclusive of them. Yeah, yeah. And then we started talking about ages for sex ed, and then my mom was there, and she was like, well, I think we need to go younger. It was just like, it was wild. So, very similar conversation. Wow. It just shows how the housewives is like a reflection (laughs) of the real world, huh? (laughs) Wow. But yeah, Joey Gorga and my uncle. Did, did... Jackie or Dolores have storylines. Oh, they went out to a dinner together with Melissa. Right. Right. But I mean, like the big event that we think think we just need to get to. Yes. Let's get to the event. This event in a boutique. Like Stephen Dan, I want to say. Stephen Dan. $600 candles. $600 candles. But they're hand-painted in Italy, so. Yeah. And so it's basically just, just an excuse to get everyone in, including Danielle. Good. Danielle in a Versace look. Danielle's pouring alcohol down Teresa's throat, which right. she kind of is in every scene. I think they filmed one scene earlier together as well, like at Danielle's house with Marty. Right, and then there, but then there was like a scene at like last episode too, where they're drinking together, and yeah. like that was when Teresa was like, "Oh, you can have the rest of mine." To Danielle. But Danielle's like constantly like tree, like <clears throat> let me get you another one. And she's wearing an outfit that. In the Kardashians, like, switcheroo episode where they said it dresses each other, that Chloe's also wearing this outfit when she's dressed as Chris. Good. Legends, sporting legends. Yeah. Okay, so... Danielle gets upset because all the girls are talking about her. Which, like, is... A valid feeling. Mm-hmm. To be upset when people are talking about you while you're in the room. Right. And I will say one thing about Margaret is that like she, with Danielle, she's like a dog with a bone. She could so easily win, but she goes like in the wrong direction so many times, Margaret. And like the befriending of Marty in the way that she's doing is like... It's not a good look. Yeah. That being said, I'm not blaming Margaret for what happened. Well... Will happen. What will happen. But pouring something on Danielle is really bad. Yeah, that's true. That's really bad. That's true. Like, if someone poured something on me... Mm Mm-hmm. 
Remember? Remember when we were all at some bar and someone like knocked into like Alex and like knocked his drink on him or something like oh, that? Oh yeah. And didn't you go after that person? Yeah. Not physically. No, but like I was like confronting them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because um, they weren't like not apologetic, and they just like ran off. Yeah, that memory just came back to me. Yeah, it was the it was the night when everyone was kind of confrontational. That was the night that Alex and you know who got into a fight in front of my apartment. Oh, do you remember we were all watching some Christmas thing or something like that? And then we ended up watching like Justin Bieber music videos, and they kept on going downstairs. Oh, and they got into a oh, fight with some yeah, yeah, with a stranger with a stranger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. then we went to. The bar. The bar, yeah. and you get into a With another stranger. Yeah, wow. God, I'm glad we've grown. <laughs> Who knows? Although, if you spill something, if you, I mean, if you pour something on me, I guess. Yeah, so Margaret pouring that bottle of water on Danielle. Really bad. Then Danielle, like, drying herself off, and then, like, passing by Margaret. No, but first... She grabs um, Margaret's purse. Stuff and like starts dumping stuff into a candle. Into a, a candle that I think it looked like it had active wax in it, not dried wax. Right. This was, we read about the story too when it happened. And yeah. we read, the story that we read was like that somebody lit somebody's purse on fire, oh. which was similar. Is that close? Yeah, close, close. It's hard to like verbalize it. Verbalize dumping stuff into a candle. Yeah. And then that's when... Oh, but, 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 but there's one other thing I want to really acknowledge, which was like a, gl- like a flash of something. I think, I don't know if this was before, I think it was before the water got spilled on Danielle's head, when Danielle was starting to fight with Margaret or something, mm-hmm. and like bumps into Jackie, or like Jackie does something, and like Jackie's like ready to fight Danielle. Yeah, she's like, don't touch me. Th- that almost turned into something. Yeah. Jackie's a fighter. I know. I mean... I wonder if she's a Christina Aguilera fan. Uh, I could see it. The thing about all these, most of the women on Jersey is that, like, every one of them is a second away from wanting to fight. I, every yeah. single one of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even, like, the ones you would consider, like, more tame, like, a Jackie or, like, Melissa Gorga. Last year, on the, she was, like, running around the table. Yeah. And then, yeah. there's, then there's Teresa and Dolores, and you know Patterson yeah. girls. Welcome back, scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, scumbag is still, like, one of my favorite things. It's so good. It's so good. Okay. Uh, so that's it with Jersey. To be continued. To be continued. I, I'm loving the season, let me tell you. <clears throat> it's a good one. What a cast. All we need is Caroline Manzo back with some ham. So that was apparently... A Super Bowl commercial? A Super Bowl commercial for hummus. Good. That love, they were spotted filming in LA, her and love Teresa. Hummus, love Caroline. The money must have been good. Okay, so the money must have been good, but if you think about it, like a Super Bowl commercial featuring the two of them is kind of niche. Because like the Housewives audience is big, but Okay, here I think we've had this conversation before. I think if you ask people like who is a real housewife, Teresa's like top three answer. Right. Like it's like Nini. It's like Nini, Bethany, LVP, Teresa. That's top four. But like, just kidding. Someone yeah. will like not know one of them. Mm-hmm. But I think Teresa will always be in the three. Well, because the table flip is the moment, in my opinion, that housewives that cemented housewives. housewives as what they are. Yeah. Some people will say other things, but I really do think it's Ramona the table will flip. say it's season one. Of right. The but the table flip literally like. If you show that, most people in the United States will understand what that is. Yeah. She's like Mickey Mouse. She's like Mickey Mouse. (laughs) Okay, let's do Dallas. Okay. Uh, Wow. (laughs) Wow. What a... Like, whereas in OC, we were witnessing the destruction of Vicky Gundelson. Dallas is a takedown of Leanne Lockett. Like, from every angle. Even her, like, one friend can't help her. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was, like, a solid, like, 40 minutes of just dragging her. Andy included. Andy, like, chippily doing it. Andy did not want to hear anything about production or excuses about production. Um, We're talking a lot about the wedding. 
But it's funny that like Leanne came up with that excuse of the wedding being split in two parts because production made her. When like we've had twenty five weddings on these franchises, <laughs> and those weddings had meals. Yes, meals on some wheels. If your wedding does not have meal, a meal, and there's only a cheese board and some cupcakes, uh, you know my <laughs> wedding's gonna have food, bunch. Uh, yeah, we're dragging her about the wedding. We're dragging her about like the mom. The New Year's Eve party we were at the other day had more food than this wedding. It sure did. Wild. But I like how Leanne stuck to the we had food thing, but they wouldn't let it go. Mm-hmm. And she eventually admitted it was just the meat plate and the cupcakes. Yeah. And that he w- she would have got gotten out and gotten Sonic for Andy. Yeah. I love Dandy saying that he would have been pissed. Yeah. But she hasn't talked to the mom since the wedding. <sighs> um... What else? We didn't even really get to the racist stuff yet. That's next right. week. She wrote her vows the morning of. Cameron was like, don't judge her, like, yada, yada, yada. But I was like, is she is Leanne, like, a real person? Like, what does she do all the time if she's not writing her vows? Mm-hmm. And I was, like, on the side of the people being like, that is weird. For somebody who's been, like... Wanting to get married and talking about getting married for so long, it is a little weird. Yeah, I mean, I could under, like the one the I the one thing I tried to think of is like maybe you want to write it the day of because like that's when the emotion of the day is going to like really mm-hmm. fill you. Maybe, but I don't. But think... like, I would probably want to be a little bit more prepared than the day of. Yeah, and like practice it in my head a little bit. Yeah, it's just like her life seems to be just like a sham. Mm. I, the thing about the thing where Carrie was asking her how much she donates to these charities oh my God. was wild too. Carrie, Carrie's like having the time of her life. I think Carrie could be a good housewives villain because it seems like she likes to be nasty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like her thing with pushing Deandra to wear the dress and like make a whole thing of it. I mean, maybe she's our next great housewives villain. Are we even going to still have a Dallas? I don't know. <laughs> this might be it. How many parts of this reunion are there? Two. Two, again. Yeah. Um, also, my thought process is, okay, it, let's say all this went down. If we had Carrie Duber, there would have been a voice of reason here. The problem is right. there's no voice of reason. Right it's now. off the rails. It's off the rails. It's, that's like kind of the worst thing that can happen. Yeah. So, Okay. We're not up to next week's racist conversation yet, but it really circulated online on the internet today, this impersonation that Brandy Redmond did a few years ago of an Asian person. And it circulated, the person who's been pushing it the most is Leanne's wedding uh, planner. planner. Which he has been so psychotic this season. Right, on social media. On social media. And he's... And the worst part about it is, like, he's, like, yes, there's this really bad video of Brandy doing this racist impersonation, but that does not excuse for your friend and what she said, like, yeah. what Leanne said. So, while this was airing, Alex and I pulled up Twitter <sighs> and noticed Leanne has not tweeted anything since December 18th. Wow. I want, Has she posted anything on Instagram? I, I don't know. I, I didn't get that far. But, like, I wonder, does she realize, like, oh, fuck. Right, but why hasn't she done, like, more to, like, try to get good? Why didn't she realize, oh, fuck, like, at the, in time for the reunion? Okay, she hasn't posted on Instagram since December 11th. So, I don't know what she's doing. But... But then the, the problem with Brandy is, like, she defended... She kind of, like, defended... The video of her more vehemently than like what Leanne's been doing. Mm-hmm. Brandy's been doing a lot of like tweeting defenses and then deleting. And then deleting them, yeah. So, so don't bother trying to go look at what she tweeted because you right. won't find it. Uh, okay, I hate the Cameron verse Stephanie, Stephanie stuff because it's like like I wish 
Stephanie would be more aggressive mm-hmm. and and be what like we are all screaming at the, the TV like you sound like an idiot right the, because I feel like the fight's about I can't figure out what the fight's even like really about and I just think that they just don't like each other but I don't think Stephanie will be aggressive because she's just like way too sweet she's too nice yeah yeah I like you can't we went from one segment about Cameron calling uh, Brandy, Brandy trash, trash and Stephanie being like, oh, but like I didn't mean this and blah, blah, blah. Two seconds later, Stephanie saying they have a surface friendship and Cameron twisting it into saying, I am a surface person. person. Like, you can't cry about words and then, like, blow, blow it off in the other conversation. Right. It's just, like, all so dumb. I hate this part. Yeah. This fight never stuck for me, but... Yeah. Um, we I, still have one more part left. I do like the hijinks between uh, Brandy and Stephanie passing the, the flask. flask. That was fun. Yeah. Deandra. Anything with Deandra? I mean, it will be noted that they were going to fly Mama D in, but she mm. had medical issues. I thought Deandra came off well. She came... I think she came across... A lot better than she has the past two seasons, yeah. actually. Like, if anything, like, she, like, her level-headedness, this reunion, could help keep this franchise alive. Yeah, I think they need to, they need to bring back Carrie with a C, and then they need to hire someone else. I, well, they're gonna toss Leanne, right? Or no? I don't know. I don't. I never know with Bravo. And then also, wasn't the other thing? Wasn't it like a mystery through half of filming whether Brandy was going to be a friend or be right? That was Remember the rumors. That? that was the rumors. So I wonder if they're both going to go. Maybe. Yeah. I don't. I don't. But I don't know what Bravo thinks is like a fireable offense or not these days. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't know. Should we wrap it up with the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen? Let's wrap it up. All right. Okay, I'll take the Freak. Sure. So, on Monday, um, Kelly Dodd posted a photo on Instagram from Fox host Jesse Waters' wedding. Mm -hmm. The photo featured her, her new Fox News beau... Um, Jesse Waters, his new wife, Donald Trump Jr., and Kimberly Guilfoyle. So, obviously, if you're posting that to a mixed kind of audience that is the Real Housewives base, people were upset. So, she then, um... Updated the post and said, Oh, by the way, I'm not at all political. I love everyone and stay positive. So then she went on TMZ today, and I forgot to post it and paste it into this um, uh, outline, but she was talking to Harvey, what's his name? Levin. Harvey Levin about the situation. In like a Skype call or something. In a Skype, I, I think they do this regularly, like on TMZ Live, where she's like defending herself, saying that like she's not political, she listens to NPR, she watches Fox News. I see both sides. I see both sides. I've lived in San Francisco, and I've lived in Arizona. <laughs> I didn't vote for Trump. Which I do want to also... I mentioned it in the Facebook group, but while she was on Watch Heavens Live with Meghan McCain, she was like, oh, I hate Trump, I hate him, blah, blah, blah. But then, like, I don't know if it was during a commercial or during the episode screen, but, oh, no, but I'm a libertarian. Right. So I think that adds some context to everything. Yeah, I just think it's like... I said this in the Facebook group. It's rich people only care about money and and access Mm. to power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah. And she got it. And she got it. Yeah. And now she'll be in hanging out with Fox News hosts all the time. Jesse Waters is not a good person. Google him. I actually have no idea who that even is. He used to do... Um, so he's on The Five, but he got his start on Fox News because he would do the... Uh, Isn't The Five only women? No. Oh. It's just five people. Oh, okay. Um, he would be on oh, Bill yeah, O'Reilly's yeah. show and okay. he would do the things where they would ambush... like politicians or like I want to say like abortion doctors or like that kind of stuff and like ambush them on the street and ask them a bunch of like tough questions wow okay so that's how he got his start wow like a Billy on the street but like nasty but like nasty yeah yeah Yeah. 
Like he would, if he was still doing it, he'd probably like be like ambushing like AOC mm-hmm. and Representative Omar all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, but in some much nicer news. Some much nicer holiday cheer. Uh, you brought this to our attention. <clears throat> it was a Christmas miracle. Uh, Realtor Ann, and I remember, she, like, I remember this being on her Instagram story over the summer. Mm-hmm. Her going to Tamron Hall and filming a little segment. So Realtor Ann, our good friend from New York, posted on Instagram a screenshot of her on the Tamron Hall show. Saying, wow, I made it on the Tamron Hall show. I filmed this great segment in August, but it just aired on Christmas Day. What a present. Wow, what a present indeed. But like, <laughs> like, why have they been sitting on this for Christmas Day? I don't know. <laughs> but you know, like, when we went to the Meredith Vieira show, what we were there for didn't air until, like, months later. Yeah, yeah. I guess this was still early days. Don't How's... go to pre-taped shows. Go to only live shows. Yes, for sure. You're, or else you'll be held captive for yeah. hours and hours. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you usually have your ear to the ground in terms of like morning talk and stuff. Like, how's Tamron doing? I, uh, so I think she's not doing, I think she got a second season, but I don't think her ratings are that good. A lot of people were pitting her and Kelly Clarkson against mm. each other. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I guess they have like, they both have brand new shows. I think Kelly's has kind of become like, wildly successful and they've hit the mark in the way that you need to hit for these daytime shows have like new fresh things have like segments that are going viral so every time kelly clarkson is doing kellyoke everyone's posting about it on twitter does she literally do that every day i think she does i think it's (laughs) like i think it's like uh carpool karaoke Mm. it's like a regular segment that she does that is designed to go viral, and she can because she's Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. I think Tamron is doing like a really traditional daytime talk show in the way that Meredith did, in mm-hmm. the way that Katie Couric did, and I don't know if these are going to be like the yeah. most successful in 2020, 2019, yeah. 2020. Yeah, like what's the angle? Yeah, what's the angle? Mm. Okay, well that's it. It's 2020, off to a start, isn't it? It is. It is. <laughs> uh, we got Vanderpump coming back next week. Jeez. Very what day of the week that. is that? Uh, Tuesday, I want to say. Good. 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 Need Very something to watch on a Tuesday. Excited to have that back in our lives. Um, make sure you subscribe to us. Like, if, you, if you have Spotify, just like follow <sighs> us. And I think that helps do something. Yeah. Uh, you can write us a review. We need some reviews. Yeah, let's hit 2020 out of the park. Yeah, let's get 2020 reviews. Yeah. On iTunes. We have a long way to go. We have a long way to go, but like it starts with a, a little baby step, right? It starts with one. It starts with one, and that one is you. Go to the Facebook group. Join it. Join I, the conversation. People are steadily joining. It's a fun It's a fun group. Um, uh, Go follow Dan at IDK, IDK on Twitter. Go follow me at NotBrendan. They haven't released... At Brendan Davis, yeah, for me, unfortunately. Oh, sad. Uh, go to comethroughqueen.com slash store. It's chilly. Get yourself a sweatshirt. Uh, they're really cozy. I think they have like a nice um, fleece layer interior. Performance fleece. It's like a performance, yeah. Uh, and you can like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week back Bye. in the new studio. Bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.